So, welcome girls. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, For those listening at home, my name's Chris Allen. I'm the high school coordinating principal, and today we have two of the people that helped to create the SCMUN conference that we had a few weeks ago. So if you could just introduce yourselves. My name is Dana Lukmanto, and I'm a grade 11 IBDB student in Scala Chiputra. Hi, I'm Anastasia Lulananda, and I'm from, and I'm in grade 9. So, just to begin with, can you give us a quick recap of the Sekola Chaputra MUN conference that okay, took place? So, on 11th to 12th February, uh, we students, we held a, a, a model United Nations conference, which involves delegates uh, who act as countries, uh, representatives of countries, who work together to solve issues and this year the main theme was in pursuit of a world of peace and we had three committees formed from that UNSC or the United Nations Security Council, ECOSOC or the United Nations Economic and Social Council as well as the UNHRC which is one of the more basic councils, the United Nations Human Rights Council. Uh, there were a total of over 50 delegates in across three councils and uh, we have Dana here who would like to talk about why UNSC, why the topic for UNSC was combating terrorism in the Middle East. Okay, so I chose the topic of combating terrorism in the Middle East as I deem it fit uh, in the unifying theme of In Pursuit of World Peace. But why did I specifically choose terrorism? Uh, number one, it is over the past decades there has been a very steep increase of terrorism in the world and one of the most obvious security threat that has affected everyone globally so it doesn't matter where you are in the world it affects you which hinders the goal of world peace and of course there are other factors that elongates the road of this world achieving world peace but in the perspective of the security council we think that terrorism is one of the major problems right now that hinders our ability to achieve world peace. Okay, so what was your role in that committee? Well, I was the chair, so um, I don't see myself above the delegates. I see it that I have the responsibility to guide them to make sure that they're on the right track and to encourage other delegates because I've had a lot of first-timers in a pretty tough council and the way I tried to make them all speak was I sensed the tenseness uh, when we started the council and I stopped the formalities and I tried talking to them as a friend and as a as an upper grade classmate and I I told them about my stories when I first started joining MUN around their age and then they started opening up and asking me questions which I don't think I would be able to achieve if I didn't break the ice with them. So I think it's very important to see things through their perspective because as a chair I think that oh it's simple well like why wouldn't they talk but again people are struggling with their own problems and them just showing up in SEMUN is already like a very big step and I tried to sort of talk them into uh, developing their own skills at their own pace. 
during the entire consult. Okay, and running an event requires a lot of preparation. And Stasia, you were sort of the the big person in charge of everything and all the moving pieces that were going on yeah. um, and dealing with lots of people and um, things like that. So what did you do to help prepare for the conference? I think we, because a lot of people are involved, volunteers, teachers, chairs, and delegates, I think uh, we all had to work together. And we had a... We had frequent meetings as well, and we had to brainstorm ideas, and we had to take a lot of things into consideration. So, I think uh, we, yeah, we met often, we, and then we prepared after school as well. We had after school meetings, and on the D day, we we just went with the flow, and we had to communicate well within um, amongst each other in order to achieve. Uh, successful everywhere. Okay, and what challenges did you face throughout the process? And how were you able to overcome those challenges if you were? I think uh, the timeline is extremely cramped because the because the between the registration and the actual conference was only it was less than a month apart and I think time constraints were a big problem because we had so many things to prepare but so little time. But in the end I think with a lot of volunteers help and the chairs help and the teachers help we we were able to prepare a lot of things last minute as well okay so what about you and your role as a chair what challenges did you face um most of them are with my delegates being shy i understand that it's quite nerve-wracking because everyone is not alike other competitions that i've trained before so as what I've mentioned before, I tried playing a game and I tried to talk to them person to person, student to student, and told them about how I completely froze my first MUN and that I didn't instantly become their amazing chair. <laughs> and, it's good to be humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they started laughing, we started cracking jokes, and it took about just 30 minutes to get everyone together and I think those first meetings were like those first minutes were the most crucial because it shapes the rest of our journey together and with me introducing and establishing myself as a friend to them and as someone who would help them throughout this entire MUN I think that really helped them shine and lots of them shine yeah that's nice well and so I mean, you had mentioned, you, you sort of covered my next question as well, you know, the preparation for the event created challenges and then the actual running of the event on the day created challenges. So were there any other challenges, um, maybe Stasia, in terms of overall that you had to deal with on the day that maybe weren't expected or... Um, you did expect them, but you know, once they were there, you had to think quickly on your feet to deal with them. Uh, I think during the conference, one of the major problems was that some delegates um, didn't really follow proper MUN rules, which we had to modify on the day. So obviously, we can't really kick delegates out of the conference. We can't just because they're not wearing a suit or just because they're not wearing a tie. We can't just 
kick them out. So I think we really have to, me and some teachers, we have to discuss what we would do with these delegates and what and whether we should reinform them on day two about all these rules and all the things that they have to bring as well. And and I think there, because there are three councils, I there's quite a lot to manage, especially when the chairs or the delegates need me. So I had to run around, which I didn't really expect. I thought uh, I thought everything would run really well. So I think dealing with a lot of problems in the uh, in the conference room, such as using veto power and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, one of the things that I appreciate about Sakola Chaputra so much is the fact that students are given the power to organize and run events like this. Um, I think it's, it's very important because in a lot of schools, the organization, you know, leading up to an event, the actual running on the day of the event is really the adults. And the students are just left to be participants in something that you know grown-ups did. And I think that's sad because students can do amazing things if they're given the opportunity, and it gives them real-world experience. You know, something that they can transfer from this event to you know something outside beyond the classroom. So were there any things in the preparation or running of the event itself that either of you, you know, feel did help prepare you for that, that you could take and use in whether it's future events or things outside of the classroom setting? Um, totally. Um, it's mostly like people skills, like life skills, because when I heard that I was chairing MUN, I thought that it would help me develop my authoritative and leadership skills. And although that did help me, but what I learned most during those two days was how important it is to establish a good relationship with other people and how that changes everything. First impression changes everything. Your mannerism, your attitude, the, the way you speak and what you speak, it really shapes um, the way other people perceive you and how that could impact a lot of things and again bringing up the way I establish myself as a helper and a friend that really made the entire council um, unified it's it felt like we were one team tackling the problem of terrorism um, compared to when I was in grade 7 and 8 and it, it felt like there were two massive um, power like in, inside of the council fighting with each other. So yes, the thing that prepared me, that helped, that, um, sorry, uh, the thing that I've learned the most from this MUN as a chair, which is my last MUN as well, is my skills um, with other people, my social skills, yeah. Okay, Stasia? Uh, I think especially, I think I've learned a lot of especially communication skills like how to make proper speeches, how to write emails because we don't really, I don't really, I don't really execute that in real life. 
like I've never learned about that, but I learned to write emails, write documents, write proposals, which I think will help me, might possibly help me in the future when I'm I'm working, and I think I re I learned to I learned to be a better leader and to listen to others, and I learned to work together well and delegate and delegate tasks well. I think um, I also learned how to manage finances because we were given a certain budget and I had a certain budget that I needed to manage. I think I really learned how to set aside what amount of money for which portion of the conference. Okay, so now that the event is over, do you have any suggestions or wishes for next year's SEMUN conference? Because I'm still in grade 9, I hope obviously that I can participate in next year's event as well. But I, I hope that it's it will be bigger, there will be more delegates and more chairs and more councils, a broader topic, and I hope that there will be a a bigger, a longer timeline so that delegates have time to prepare, to really prepare for themselves for the conference and I hope that it will be more successful and uh, everyone will be able to work together well. My personal wishes um, to the next chairs are to really get to know your delegates first because well, when I was in their shoes, it was quite nerve-wracking and in the previous SEMUNs, it was always established that the chairs are the scary people and that they're judging you at all times. But if you establish a relationship before that, I think that that really um, shifts our focus into the actual agenda of this MUN, which is combating global issues and not fighting with each other. So I hope that the next chairs would keep that in mind and prioritize um, and remind their delegates that they are not fighting with each other, but they're fighting together to tackle a problem. Very good. So is there anything else that you would like to add or talk about before we wrap this up? Um, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has participated in this, this year's event. I think it wouldn't have been possible without any of you, so thank you all, and I hope to see you again next year if possible. All right, so thank you all very much for taking the time to come and talk with me, and hopefully uh, after listening to this podcast, more people will want to join next year with the MUN as a after-school activity and you know future conferences, whether here at Sekola Chaputra or other places. So thank you very much. <laughs>